All right, let's go hour number two here on a Friday, getting ready for the Final Four. Remember, it is FAU and San Diego State first tomorrow on the men's side. Everything on CBS, uh, in case you don't know. Thankfully, after the TBS years, they went back to CBS. Uh, Miami and UConn, about 8 o'clock on CBS. And then everything is ESPN tonight for the women's Final Four. LSU and Virginia Tech at 6. After that, it's Iowa and South Carolina. Will we get Kim versus Dawn SEC final? Or will it be some other combination? Will Caitlin Clark and Iowa get a shot at it? Or will this Virginia Tech team that nobody wants to talk about, but they are a number one seed left, uh, are they going to be the team in the final? And will they take Kim out? We will get, uh, we've already talked about all the basketball. We've hit some football stuff today. Lamar Jackson, Aaron Rodgers, all kinds of stories out there. We just talked about Anthony Richardson throwing uh, in Gainesville, and someone, probably rightly so, thinks I'm being a little too overly critical of the way that thing was covered because obviously the media is going to cover the flashy stuff and they're not just going to get into the numbers of it. But uh, I am interested to watch uh, to watch Anthony Richardson throw along with Levis. Those two guys to me, can they show that they're not just raw talent chunkers? Can they show that they're NFL quarterbacks? That's the, that's the real thing. I think these other two guys have done it. Stroud and Young, I think they've proven they could probably be NFL quarterbacks. These other two guys to me, Zay, they feel a little bit like circus chunkers sometimes. They feel a little bit like it's it's all about the power and it's all about the arm and the nuance of it has not really hit yet because they haven't had a ton of experience doing it. So I want those guys to show us, you know, show us that that other side of it. Show us all the NFL throws. Yeah, and both of those guys playing in the SEC, Kentucky and Florida, when they look good, it was against the best competition in the nation. Now that's true. So that's yeah. what these NFL GMs, they're banking off of. So I'm with you. I think Levis and Richardson still have a lot to prove, but hey, I think they're worth the risk of being first-round quarterback picks. All right, let's. Uh, we got a lot going on this weekend, and one of the other big stories of the weekend is WrestleMania in L.A. Let's go to the Vaqueros Cafe and Cantina hotline and check in with our man Suplex Stew. Oh, this is when he is his happiest, folks. He is in L.A. He's covering WrestleMania 39. Stew, I know it's not 39 yet, but how many WrestleManias is this for you? This actually makes number five, I believe. Is I it? did 32 in Arlington, 33 Orlando, 34 New Orleans, last year back in Arlington, and now this year here in the City of Angels. Okay, not bad. Five spot. That's, uh, that is definitely well, – that's four more than me because uh, you, you're the reason I went to WrestleMania one time, but I've not been five. Um, so I know the show is going to be extra big because they're in L.A. They're going two nights again. Um, let me start right at the top of everything, and you being the historian of wrestling you are, you're from this – you know, knowing this area like you do, loving Dusty Rhodes like you do, knowing Dustin Rhodes like you do, and the family – like you do. I want you to book that match for me. How would you like to see that match play out? And do you want to see Cody get the strap? Or straps? Uh, uh, let's start with the second part. Absolutely. This match, and, and this whole weekend, if you watch WWE, if, you wa- if you've been watching Raw and SmackDown, this, the, the Bloodline storyline has been easily the best storyline that WWE has had in at least a decade. And it's going to culminate this weekend. Uh, a lot of folks, me included, consider this. It's going to be the downfall of the bloodline. You've got the Usos who will, who will defend the tag team titles against Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. 
expected that Kevin and Sammy will win those tag titles. And then night two, the main event, I want it to be a back-and-forth battle. It needs to go, I think it needs to go at least 20 minutes. But in the end, Cody Rhodes has been talking about finishing the story. And the story was the fact that a Rhodes has never held the top championship in WWE. He wants to finish that story by holding the top championship. And I think everybody expects that's going to happen. Okay. I hope so. Stu, you know, one of my favorite storylines of all time, and I talked about it on these airwaves, was Eddie Guerrero and Rey Mysterio and when they were fighting for the custody rights of Dominic Mysterio. And Rey Mysterio still going, getting inducted to the Hall of Fame for WWE, which is well-deserved. I still remember him getting powerbombed by Kevin Nash and WCW. But now Rey Mysterio, Mm -hmm. this match this weekend, going up against his son, Dominic who, again, was a part of WWE back then when he was a little kid, now comes full circle. Tell us a little bit about that matchup. Well, you know, it's interesting because I just talked to Dom's at least on-screen girlfriend, Rhea Ripley. Uh, You know, this has been Dominic trying to come out out from under the shadow of Ray. And he has been egging Ray on to get this match. Ray, for the longest time, would refuse. He said he wouldn't fight his son. Finally, on, I believe it was SmackDown, uh, Dom got in the face of his mother, told her to shut up. Ray finally had enough. (laughs) Back to Dom. We are going to get the match. Ray versus Dom. Look, uh, I can see this match going either way. Personally, just because I have met Ray Mysterio, he is one of the kindest human beings ever. I want to see Ray get his revenge on on Dominic, um, I, and I think Dominic could actually take the loss and still have a ton of heat as a heel, uh, especially being part of the Judgment Day faction. So I'm hoping Ray gets the win. We will see this weekend. Yeah, I think a lot of people are hoping that one. Stu Myrick joining us from WrestleMania 39. By the way, follow him on Twitter, at Stu Myrick, uh, getting you all kinds of cool stuff from WrestleMania this weekend. Um, Stu, one of the matches I'm interested in is this Edge-Finn Balor match. They're going hell in a cell. I'm assuming Finn Balor is going to pull out the demon gimmick, which is an incredible entrance. Uh, That should be fun. One of those two dudes may go flying off of something really high uh, in hell in a cell. That could be good. That could be good. We have seen some pictures to say that they're going to bring back the old school Hell in a Cell, the one that is not bright red. Um, And we've also, there is a little bit of talk that Gangrel will be in town and will be part of Edge's entrance. Remember, Edge was part of the brood back in the day with with Gangrel and Christian. Right. So we may see that. It is expected. We are going to see the demon persona for Finn Balor. Uh, persona he crafted in New Japan and now has done so well with it in WWE. It's going to be an absolute fight. I think you're right. I think we're going to see somebody come off the top of that hell and sell. Um, I don't have I don't have a clear winner either way, but it's going to be just a dadgum fight. Yeah, I just hope they survive it. Zay, yeah. have you ever seen Finn Balor's demon makeup thing? Have you I ever seen it? I haven't. It's so silly good. Oh, my God. It's fantastic. Yo, if it's got to bring Gangrel out, I'm with it. Yeah, exactly. I, I, if I, and if I'm not mistaken, I think he has said before, it takes him about three to four hours to get that demon paint job on him. Yeah. Oh, it's incredible. It's unbelievable. 
Still, let's go to the ladies a little bit. I see a little nostalgia for me, especially. Lita and Trish Stratus have a match. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. Yeah, you've got, you got uh, Lita, who is now one half of the women's tag team champions with Becky Lynch. Trish Stratus has come back in. So you got the two Hall of Famers and a surefire uh, should be a Hall of Famer when she retires and Becky Lynch taking on damage control. Bailey, Dakota Kai, Eo Sky actually talked to Dakota Kai just a little bit ago. Um, it's That one's going to be a fun match. I think we're going to see. You mentioned nostalgia, so I'm sure we will see some stuff that we used to see from Trish Stratus and Lita. Uh, and, it's it, again, it's going to be another one of those kind of a too close to call. Um, I don't know why, but for some reason I get the feeling it's going to be damage control, but I can see either one winning, so. Yeah, that'll be uh, that'll be interesting. Um, but staying with the ladies. By the way, I, by the way, I just I, I'm seeing uh, Kevin Dunn's former flatmate, the Miz, walking around. Is that right? The Miz is in the house. The Miz <laughs> yes. is the host of WrestleMania Miz this is year. In the house. If people don't, yes. uh, if people don't know, um, Stu, real quick, staying with the ladies. Any reason for you to take the belt off Bianca or Charlotte, or do you think they both walk out still the champ? I th- I think. I think Rhea Ripley is, is – in fact, I just talked to her, uh, and I mentioned the fact that she is so hot right now, I believe she could win that title and then break away from the Judgment Day and become a star on her own. So I do see Rhea Ripley winning the title. Bianca Belair won the Raw Women's title this time last year at WrestleMania in Arlington. And I think it's, it's, it's kind of an even – you know, it's a pick em with her and Oscar. But for some reason, I feel like you don't take the title off Bianca just yet. She is an absolute ambassador. She's been all over the place. She was on college game day back in the fall with her, with her University of Tennessee volunteers. Um, so I think you keep the belt on Bianca, but I definitely think Rhea Ripley will win the SmackDown Women's title. Uh, one more match to hit here, Stu. A lot of people will roll their eyes when I say Logan Paul because that's what the Paul brothers want us to do is roll our eyes. But Logan <laughs> Logan has shown us he's got the athletic ability uh, and the showmanship to, to be entertaining. Logan Paul and Seth Rollins, an interesting match here. Now, this is just a straight-up match, right? What do you think we're going to see here? Yeah, straight-up match. Uh, I think we're going to see some crazy stuff from Logan Paul. Now, if you believe the talk around the campfire, Logan Paul's deal with WWE ends after WrestleMania. So I get the feeling Seth Rollins will win this match. Uh, just be, if for another reason, he's the, he's obviously the veteran. He's the star. Uh, I think they're going to let him get, get the win in this match, but it's going to be, that one's going to be a fun match just to see what Logan Paul co- pulls out of his sleeve. Tom WrestleMania. Yeah. All right. And then, Stu, tonight is Hall of Fame stuff. Uh, Andy Kaufman's going in uh, posthumously. I'm assuming the King will be involved in that presentation. Any idea who's going to induct Stacy Keebler? I have not heard of uh, the Hall of Fame. You know, it's always a good uh, uh, event. I have not heard who will induct Stacy Keebler. It might be Tori Wilson, you know, because they were so tied together in WCW. Okay. Uh, you mentioned, of course, the late Andy Kaufman. I believe Jerry the King Waller, if he is if he is doing better from his health scare a few weeks ago, right. he will probably be in town to do that. And then we will also get Rey Mysterio and the great Muta, who just retired at That's the right. end of this year, had his last matches with Shinsuke Nakamura over in Pro Wrestling Noah in Japan. 
and has finished up that. He's going to go into the WWE Hall of Fame. Uh, I believe Ric Flair is going to induct the uh, Casey Muto. Nice. That'll be very good. And for the record, Dominic is not inducting Rey Mysterio. Is that, <laughs> is that correct? <laughs> that is correct. I believe it's going to be Conan. He and Conan were tied, of course. Conan still active in wrestling, works in Major League Wrestling, and still has his promotion down in Mexico. But uh, I think Conan is going to be part of the induction tonight. I will be at Ring of Honor Wrestling Super, uh, Supercard of Honor, but I will catch the uh, induction later tonight. Oh, yeah, that's right. The Indies uh, the Indies get their stuff going around WrestleMania as well. Uh, yeah, again, Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio, the winner gets custody of Vicky Guerrero. A lot of Come people on, don't know man. that. A lot of people <laughs> a lot of people don't know. That's what they decided to do there. Yeah. Well, and, and Vicky Guerrero is a free agent now. She's no longer with AEW, so who knows? Who knows if that might be working? She gets the they get the contract rights. Whoever wins gets the contract rights, and she becomes the manager. That's how it's going to work. Um, again, if you're on Twitter at Stu Myrick, give him a follow. Stu's going to be all over LA. He mentioned the independent stuff. There's all kinds of cool wrestling stuff going on around SoFi, and he'll be uh, checking out everything. Stu, we appreciate it as always, brother. Have a great time. Be safe. Get home safe, uh, and enjoy WrestleMania. All right, guys. Talk to you later. Thanks a lot. Good stuff. Again, Peacock is how you get WrestleMania if you don't have it. A two-night event. And, uh, yeah, a lot of, lot of crazy stuff going on there. I'm with, I'm with Stu. I'd love to see Cody Rhodes. As long as Cody Rhodes gets the belt, it doesn't really matter how. Because if he gets it in sort of a legit match, then that'll feel pretty good. But then if he doesn't, they always called weird finishes Dusty Rhodes finishes anyway when it's like a swerve finish. Oh, so is it like th- either way, you're good. Is there three generation of roses? Uh, this is, it's actually, it's two. So it's just two. Okay. Yeah. So like Dustin and Cody. So you remember gold dust back in the day? Yeah. So, and he's still wrestling. Shout out to Dustin Rhodes lives in this area working with AEW. Um, Dustin and Cody are brothers. So Cody is dust is dusty Rhodes son. And like Stu said, the no Rhodes has ever had a world title in WWE. So that's the thing he's trying to do. That they never they never put a belt on Dusty Rhodes back in the day. Okay, they should have, but they didn't because the, it was just not you know, whatever the politics of of that world didn't uh, didn't uh, deem it necessary back then. But are they going to do it on Sunday? That'll be interesting. All right. So for all you straight sports fans, we are sorry for the slight diversion into sports entertainment. Um, and I always talk about how it drives me crazy when I see wrestling stories on ESPN.com, and then occasionally we do an interview like that, and I don't know what to tell you. Uh, but anyway, WrestleMania does come up this weekend. All right. Uh, coming up, we will get you our flex segment. We'll talk some top five lists uh, that's coming out today. We will talk about a visit, and uh, we'll also talk about a guy that is heading to the NBA draft, but he is going to take a look at things and uh, and leave open the possibility of coming back. All that's coming up. Where are we at in society with Zay coming up at 145, and we're hoping to visit with Jeff Ketchum of Orange Bloods at 205. That is all on the way. We hope you're having a great Friday as we head into another big weekend, which obviously includes the Final Four times two in the state of Texas. This is The Horn. Chad and Zay.
All right, rolling through a Friday. We're almost done with March. Kind of hard to believe. Um, Is this like really old U2? Yeah. Okay. You're going way back on this one. Yeah, Bono and the Boys. What's the song? Gloria. It's a very polarizing band in a weird way. I've never been... I'm in the middle on U2. I'm not the biggest U2 fan on earth, but I do not feel the hatred a lot of people do. I know people that can't stand this band, and then I know people that have seen them 20 times. Yeah. Like, it's one or the other, I feel like, for everybody. One of the biggest bands, obviously, ever. Uh, And this is uh, going way back. You two, Johnny Hates Jazz and Whiskey Myers have all been on the show today. Shout out to Whiskey Myers since they are a part of Coke Fest 2023. It's on sale now, August 4th and 5th at Adam Orgain Park, formerly the Hutto Park at Brushy Creek. Go to CokeFest.com for details. Also, and Whiskey Myers will be headlining Friday night. My apologies to the great John Pardee. John, I'm going to get familiar with your music by the time Coke Fest comes around, I promise. John Pardee. So it's like Jack Pardee, right? The old school coach and coaching reference for people out there. Saturday, John Pardee is going to headline things. We'll be talking about some of those other artists that'll come up with Coke Fest, and uh, they had the official announcement this morning, so I know they're really, really pumped about that. Also, one of our listeners texted our man Nate, loyal, devoted listener, text, can we do a segment on One Life to Live next? You know what? <laughs> that is, that's well played, Nate. Well played. We did a whole segment talking to Stu about WrestleMania, and it's perfectly logical uh, WrestleMania that only that. comes around once a year. It's only one Give us a break. Right. It's only one time. Stu's out there. Stu does great work with us. We get it. Come we on. Get it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Someone, but, but Nate did admit he's going to check in on some of it on Peacock this weekend. What uh, Life to Live still going? Says, I'm not mad at you. Probably. Probably is. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's probably that. Um, all right, so lots of uh, lots of stuff going on this weekend. Whether you like your, uh, whether you want some, uh, you know, some scripted, uh, some scripted violence, which the WrestleMania would be the, that's the show of scripted violence that uh, that you would look for every year. So Yo, for Texas, into that, it's happening. Texas Relay Weekend, baby. Oh, is that right? Yes, sir. Y'all trying to see some twerking go downtown <laughs> late night. <laughs> you will see some things. Wow. I'm telling you. Got all that going on. Yo, Givens Rec, the cars and the whips on Sunday, Texas Relay Weekend. Yeah. Legendary. Okay. Legendary East Austin. Yeah. Famous thing. Everything's going to be happening. Everything's going to be popping. Uh, also, Texas baseball's headed out of town this weekend at Oklahoma State. Let's see what it looks like. First road conference series. Can they possibly keep this winning streak going? They've got uh, 15 in a row right now. 6 o'clock tonight, 6 o'clock tomorrow, uh, 1 o'clock on Sunday. And I'm enough of a baseball fan, Zay, that streaks like this really like freak me out but really impress me. Baseball's a goofy game. To win 15 in a row is no small task, and the fact that Texas has gotten had this going, I don't care about the opponents. Yeah, it don't matter who you're playing. It's crazy. This guys. is college baseball. It doesn't matter who you're playing. You can lose any given day in this game, and yeah, the 15 in a row they're racking off. 
I just talked about winning 10 games till they started conference play. Yeah, yeah, you were realistic and you said, I even thought when you said 10 and 4, I thought, is Zabian, is he overcooking it a little bit? Is Yo, it, with how they it, looked against Cal Fullerton? Yeah. Yeah, I get it. Is it fair to ask for that? And then they just rattle off the 14 in a row. They go to College Station. It wasn't the perfect performance, but they were certainly better than the Aggies and they really are putting together nice at-bats right now. They're getting good pitching when they need to. I thought the Zane Morehouse performance I mean, in a midweek could be really important for them moving forward because I thought he he had some big dog moments in that game. We'll see what happens at Oklahoma State. This conference, whew, we talk about what the SEC's going to be. The Big 12 still is, is a big-time baseball conference, so Texas has a lot in front of them. Yep. We got all that going on this weekend. Yo, what the lineup's doing, especially those five guys from – Eric Kennedy, Peyton Powell, Dylan Campbell, Porter Brown, all those guys have really been putting up numbers and playing really well. And you need that. You need that. With all the runs that you lost in 2022 season, like that team was so good, led by Ivan Melendez. We came in this year wondering where are those runs going to come from. And yeah, we still have a long season to go, especially conference play starting, you know, starting up. But what you did with Texas Tech, how you look there, and then go. Coming into Oklahoma State, David Pierce and his team, they got to be feeling good about themselves. Yep, no doubt about it. 6 o'clock tonight, again, on that first baseball game of the series. Uh, good matchup. Texas ranked uh, 21 right now, 17 for Oklahoma Somebody State. Somebody just asked you on the Specs text line, do you know if the baseball game will be on TV tonight? Uh, all the, ba- the whole baseball series is ESPN+. Plus. Okay. Yep, the Big 12 uh, now or whatever on ESPN+. Plus. So all the games are there. Uh, so get that ESPN Plus fired up or make a friend and find a password. However you want to do it. All right, uh, let's get into the Flex segment. We'll start with the show from this week and then talk about a couple other things. Here we go. Flex ATX for the best high school sports coverage. Listen to the horn and go to flxatx.com. Flex 30 is brought to you by... Brain Vault. Brain Vault is a revolutionary and patented mouth guard that has been proven to help reduce the risk of concussion. Visit BrainVault.com and join the movement. Got a couple of notes for you here. We'll start with that Wednesday night flex show. If you missed it this week, go back and check it out with Dell Valley head coach Tony Patman and Lake Travis running back Nico Hamilton. Um, Mike Harge calls him, what do they call him, Fam? Is that right? Because he's related to... Uh, oh, he calls him Fam? Yeah, yeah. He's... Uh, <laughs> He's related to Nico, and uh, I can't remember the exact uh, relation there. That they've talked about it though, but man, that, you heard my that pops is describing Coach Terry for black folks. It's, it could be anything. Yes, it is. Such as brothers, cousins, baby daddy, you kinfolk. Yeah, kin kinfolk is what they call kinfolk. him. That's what it is. You're, you just did it. Yes, it's kinfolk. It's not fam. I'm sorry, they call him kinfolk. <laughs> totally, yeah, well done, well done. Uh, Nico Hamilton uh, joined the guys as well. You can go check that out. FLXATX.com, and if you follow Flex ATX on your socials you might have seen this we've been talking about Blake Frazier the offensive lineman from Vandegrift Zay his top five hits at five this afternoon five o'clock he'll lay the top five out he just visited Texas we know he visited Michigan because his dad's a Michigan man I'm guessing those two and maybe three more are going to be on his list now Blake I'm not one to tell anybody who to put on their list but I'm not sure if you've called over to College Station. Oh, no, Blake, don't. But they have, I mean, they have offensive line, mm. and, and, you know, they want to run that ball. And, you know, I mean, Jimbo likes to get 
he wants to get nasty with it now. Jimbo, no, no. If he calling plays or if new boy calling plays, who's your offensive coordinator again? Blake, you don't want to hear that stuff. You really, no, you don't no. want to. You want to. What was Jimbo in? talking about in that last presser? Anyway? Uh, anything like that? <laughs> what the hell was he talking about? As a loaded question, one I have not heard. I, did, did he make? I, I, yeah, I, they asked him about are you calling plays, and he was like, yeah. he just kind of danced around it. Oh no, I haven't heard that. Was it the best? That's not good. But, okay. Blake, you don't want that. You don't want those problems. Plus that college station air. It's bad for your health. Yeah. Now, wait a minute. Who did Jimbo get? Who, it's, it, it not, it's not controversy on both sides. It's DJ Durkin on defense still, right? And then he got, um, uh, oh, my God. Who was it? Come on, Aggie. Was it? It's not a Bryles. It's, um, it's somebody controversial. Bobby Petrino. That's Petrino. Yes, I was like, why can't I not think of it? He got motorcycle guy. Yeah, he, he went Bobby yeah, Petrino. Petrino. That's what yeah. it is. Yes. So again, back to Blake Frazier. Blake, what I'm saying is things are so calm and cool right now in College Station. I mean, everything is so solid. So check it out. Maybe in your top five. Five o'clock this afternoon, Blake Frazier will announce. His top five. Also, best of luck and safe travels to all the kids in the area that are going on visits. Uh, Zay, I saw that Chad Otutu from Weiss is going to hit SMU. A lot of the area guys have been uh, visiting SMU lately. Yeah, Dallas is popping. Yeah, absolutely. Good for uh, good for them. So, and they're throwing legal money around. They've always had it, but now it's legal. Oh my God, can you imagine how excited the SMU boosters Yo, are right are you now? Me? Wait, we don't have to do this under the, <laughs> under the table? Heck no! I mean, they weren't good at hiding it then, but now they don't have to hide it at all. Take advantage! Wait, 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 wait. So now we can have contracts? Contracts? Yes, of course. Yes, you're good. Uh, best of luck for those trips. Fatou Makuba of LSU is... Uh, of LSU, of LBJ, excuse me. Fatou Makuba of LBJ is my favorite traveling guy right now. Every day I see him in somebody else's uniform... My man is on visits. Yeah. He went to Tulane. I guess this is yesterday. He's in full gear. Uh, so, Fatu, shout out to you. We hope you find the school that you are looking for. He's getting all these visits taken care of, Zay. We're not, he's not going to be able to say that he hasn't, you know, looked around. Yeah. He's going a lot of places. Even if you know where you want to play your collegiate ball, yeah. get wine and dine. You don't have to tell nobody. Heck yeah. You might tell your family, but mm-hmm. even I'd be careful with them because folks like to talk. Yeah, I've told you. So I've told you about the guy I went to high school with, my buddy in high school, quarterback of our team, of the state championship team. He knew he was not going to Hawaii, but when they asked if he wanted to come for a visit, he said yes. Yeah, <laughs> it's easy. Let's go see what that looks like. Yeah, of course. Uh, also, if you uh, if you want to check it out on uh, Flex ATX on your socials, uh, there is an official tweet from Jacob Henry about transferring over to Vandegrift, and we talked about that yesterday. Plus, Zay, we need to give everybody a basketball update. We were hoping, for the sake of the folks out in Maynard, that the Houston Cougars were going to make a run all the way to H-Town and the Final Four. It did not happen, uh, and now we have an update on Mr. Shedd. Yeah, that's right. Jamal Shedd, U of H, the Mainer, former Mainer product, he will be testing the NBA waters but not getting an agent, so he'll be keeping his college eligibility, which I think this is very smart for him. Mm-hmm. For if I'm an NBA GM and I'm looking at Jamal Shedd. It's, yeah, how does that translate for you? Yeah, I mean, as a defender, 
right there. Mm -hmm. Like, he could come in and guard in the league. You love it. He's a great playmaker. He's a great leader, but they're always looking for that jump shot. I was just about to say, is there any NBA team that looks for defense first anymore? No. Does that even exist? No. Not that much. Do we have any guards that can guard? Eh, they don't really say that anymore. No, they don't. If that comes along with it, that's a huge plus. They like that as a bonus. (laughs) Yeah, like I saw Drew Holiday. He's one of the best defenders in the league. He had 51 the other night. Oh. Yeah, right. 51. You shouldn't be getting better at this age, Drew. And he's doing that. So it's rare to have guys like him, but Jamal Shedd, uh, NBA guys, they're going to take a look at him. I think he's over 21, so he doesn't have that going in his favor. He's not necessarily that like prospect guy that they like in the teens. But, uh, hey, if he improves on that jump shot and he shows these scouts that he can knock down open shots when other guys help, just like with every sport, it depends on the situation, the team mm-hmm. you're on, the offense, the coach, franchise, and if they're going to put you in the right situation to be successful, he needs all of those things. But I, I think he'll be he'll come back next year in college. I really do. I think he's going to find out that he might not get drafted. I haven't seen him on many draft boards. Mm-hmm. Marcus Sasser, he'll definitely get drafted. So you're, yeah, he has a different offensive it factor that Jamal Shedd doesn't. And Sasser's already in the draft? Yeah, he's already already committed. committed. So what you're saying is maybe Coach Sampson's going to leave that spot open just in case? Oh, better. (laughs) Maybe. Just maybe. You better. Best of luck to Jamal. Especially when you're going to the Big 12? Shoot. Yeah, that's true. Oh, that's a good point. You're saying, Kelvin, you know what the Big 12's about. That's a good point. It's still changed. Houston Basketball. See, I got to start remembering all these other sports now. We focus so much on football, but yes, you're right. Uh, Houston Basketball going to be a part of the Big 12 moving forward. So, uh, yeah, best of luck to Jamal Shedd finding all the information he needs. Uh, Zay, one other quick visit. Adrian Wilson, the Weiss receiver, UTSA this weekend. Okay. And visit the Roadrunners. I like what Coach is doing down there. Coach Trailer. You don't have to go far no. for him. He knows that. He, he already doesn't like leaving San Antonio. He said, he said we should get every San Antonio kid. There's so much talent in this area. If you're good, you should stay. You should want to stay home and play in front of your family. I'm with that. We saw they gave Texas a little rough for their money this season with yeah. their eighth-year quarterback. He's got, yeah, he's got that culture thing going there, and he's also got the advantage of a long-term deal where he can now tell, like we were talking about with Rodney Terry, a little bit of a different feel to it, but he can now tell kids, like, oh, no, no. Well, Coach, aren't you going to be going somewhere? Coach, isn't this a, a platform to go somewhere else for you? And it's like, well, no, you didn't see the deal I signed? Mm-hmm. It's like a 10-year deal, I think, when he signed it. Whoa. Something like that. Eight or ten, I, I want like to say. like San Antonio, but Coach damn. Trailer, hey, now. <laughs> for so, real. Some people really get into the Riverwalk. What are you going to do? Yeah, there's the Coach Trailers of the world, and then there's the Charles Barkley's. <laughs> some, yeah, right. <laughs> some people like breakfast tacos. I went, what are you going to do, man? That's, they got some of the best margaritas in the world out here. All right, so uh, there's your flex segment. We do it every day at 1. 30 uh and of course throughout the day you get the flex segment check out flxatx.com again if you missed the wednesday night flex show it is posted up there for you where are we at in society with zay coming up oh he's got something so good he can't even tell me about it till we get there we'll find out what that is next on the horn Chad and Zay. Rolling through a Friday. 
Chad and Zay. What would you do if I didn't know this one? Would that freak you out a little bit? A little bit. Yeah, that would definitely yeah. that, that would freak a lot of people out. With all due respect to our last band, U2, this band's, I would argue, a little bigger. A little bigger. Just a tad. This is the Beatles, kids. This is the Beatles. A great song that has been covered a couple times really well. Uh, if you have not heard Aerosmith's Come Together, it's solid. Off their Greatest Hits album. And then a couple years ago, Gary Clark Jr., nailed this song. I I can see him eating this. I can't remember what movie it was, but it was in the closing credits of a superhero movie. And it was brilliant. It's so good. This song is good all by itself. It's kind of hard to mess up in a way, but Gary was awesome. Just awesome on it. So, uh, as always, shout out to the Beatles. I was raised. I was raised on the Beatles um, uh, in a lot of ways. So the Beatles, you two, Johnny hates jazz and Whiskey Myers have all been a part of the show today. Zay, you'll appreciate this. My music snob daughter is afraid to listen to the Beatles because she's afraid she might not like them. Really? She, and she thinks I'll be offended and my dad will be offended if she doesn't like them. And I'm like, honey, I don't care. I really don't. I was like. You have to have your own opinions about music and stuff, but she's really concerned. So now she just found out she's going to do some kind of report, and and one of her options for this report uh, and a paper she has to write or whatever is there's musical options. She's going to be writing a paper about a Beatles album, about Sgt. Pepper. So now she's kind of trapped. So now she's going to have to tell me what she thinks of Sgt. Pepper. And if she doesn't like it, I'll ground her. So that's just the way it's going to work. <laughs> if, if, if I'll just take the car away once she gets her license. That's how that'll work. Um, all right, so it is Friday. We're just about done with March. we got Final Four games coming up. I'll definitely uh, – we want to get, get Zay's thoughts on the uh, – I'm not going to say lesser Final Four game, the higher-seeded or lower-seeded Final Four game. We've gotten his thoughts on UConn and Miami. We'll talk FAU and San Diego State at some point. Hopefully we'll talk to Jeff Ketchum of Orange Bloods coming up at 2.05. Um, there's some updates rolling in. Texas Tech, real quick before we get to where we at, Texas Tech – has a new men's basketball coach, Grant McCasland. Uh, just won the NIT with North Texas. He's going to stay in the state and head out to Lubbock. So there you go. Grant McCasland will be the new coach at Texas Tech. They have had a wild few years with men's basketball coaches. Oh, what happened to Mark Adams? I thought he was the savior. I thought he was better than Chris Beard. What happened, Texas fan, or Tech fans? What happened? He kind of misquoted the savior. Ah. <laughs> If we're going to be fair mm. about it, he kind of misappropriated some things that the Savior talked about. Yeah. 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 He re- there's slaves and then there's masters mm. and what do they Okay, Mark. Good. Right. It's a good lesson for Coach Adams. There's referencing the Bible, there's <laughs> using the Bible to, you know, to make a point, and there's directly quoting the Bible. Those things can be very different. Yeah. Be careful. I'm glad Texas Tech looks at the NIT championship and sees that coming to their program. See how that could go from NIT to national championship. That's how it works. Hey, around these parts, somebody won an NIT championship and they just took and a team to the tournament. Fired his ass. Well, they just took it. He was a two A guy that year. won the NIT championship here got fired. And he was named National Coach of the Year, yeah. Naismith, this, uh, what, today, I think? Was it? And they lost second round. Mm. Yeah, that's not So good. what does that really mean? Okay. All yeah. right. Yeah. I, I see you, Longhorn fan. Oh, yeah. Bowing up on the Tech fans. <laughs> you just got a little bit more time with them. I do. You going to miss them? No. No? I'm not. <laughs> I'm really you're gonna, not. You're going to be glad to go hang out with the Aggies a little bit and not have to deal with the Red I Raiders? I mean, not glad, but you okay. know, it'll be a nice little change of scenery. If you could only play one of them 
what would, what do you do? Aggies? What? What you mean? Play either A&M or Texas Tech. Oh, yeah, y'all. Play A&M? Yeah, always play y'all. Okay, that's what always. I thought. Just checking. Yeah. All right, uh, so let's get into where we at in society. Zay's got something special for us today. Where are we at in society today? All right, Zay, is this on Twitter? Do I, I haven't looked yet. Yeah, go to your Twitter so you can get the gist. We got audio of it from a news station in Chicago, Uh-oh. and this happened at a Lakers-Bulls game the other night. <sighs> Take a listen, everybody. Okay. Some wild off-the-court action spotted at the Bulls game. Yeah, that's putting it politely. The people who rented the suite say a stripper was there for fun, and they weren't trying to offend anyone. There were more than just balls bouncing at the United Center. (laughs) (laughs) This video from inside a 200-level suite has gone viral. This is what we really do. The stripper in the video really did it. Splits, twerking, you name it. So spicy, mm. we can't mm. show it to you. Yeah. I hear you like strippers, and it was your idea to bring a stripper on. Is that correct? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a stripper to entertain guests for Jazzy's 32nd birthday. It is me. The Chicagoan says she always does it big for her birthday. We all like family and friends. We're very close. we all been friends for 10 years plus. So we very close, but... We just party. When we, when we be together, we have a good time. The fans were holding their hands up. There was others. Catching money from Marcus. Yeah. While the Bulls took on the Lake Show at the UC, the stripper put on a show for all to see. Wow. Play with one of them G's, you gonna see <laughs> The United Center issuing a statement saying, we are aware of the video from last night's game. This is a clear violation of our fan code of conduct and premium seating decorum. We do not condone this behavior and have taken appropriate steps to address the matter. The renters of the suite tell me they were not kicked out and will always keep the party going. If people got to make it all... Blown out of proportion and all that. Man, they just never live, man. They just never live, Chad. They just don't know. If you don't bring strippers to a basketball game and make it rain. Why go? While LeBron James is dunking on the floor, you have not lived. Pat Bev pumped the game up, so we thought we would too. Ain't nothing wrong with this, Chad. What is going on? Chicago Bulls, this is BS. I just love that when they're interviewing one of these these women, on the screen they have to put the name Jazzy. Like, somebody had to type that in. Oh, yeah, yeah, the stripper name. Jazzy. <laughs> Let's see what Cinnamon thought of uh, of the activity. So, basically, this is going, okay, now, are the suites set up where only other people in suites saw this? Or could, like, if I'm just in Gen Pop, I can't see up into a suite, can I? No, um, I mean. It depends. Okay. I think it depends. I'm sure if you're close enough, you could see what's going on. But see, you know what this is? This is just like that borderline that happens, and it's happened in this area. It's happened. This is what'll happen at like a certain golf, certain golf tournaments. When you have a celebrity golf tournament, you'll have a golf tournament in town where it could be the Playboy tournament. It's a strip club that sponsors a tournament, and they send the strippers out to. The, the, the course, golf course yeah. and the strippers are doing dances on the golf carts and things go a little far and and Grandma Sue who lives on the 13th fairway. Oh, there and, was a school around here that and, was at golf practice and the strip. There you go. <laughs> strip club clue came through. And Bobby, who's on the 10th fairway, he and he's got a family and he sees things out on the golf course. And then it becomes a big mm-hmm. story. F your family, Bobby. So obviously somebody at the game, I just want to know. Did someone in Gen Pop see this, or was it another bigwig? Was it another sweet goer that looked over and thought, well, wait a second, hold on. I, look, 
I always ordered double chili dogs. I didn't know I could order that. Where is that? Yeah, I didn't know the- I could order yams. With <laughs> <laughs> giblet gravy, boy. Yo, I have nothing wrong with the Chicago Bulls. Oh. It's not like you have Michael Jordan and Scotty playing. Oh, my God. Y'all probably ain't going to make the playoffs. <laughs> Let these people have some fun. This ain't the playoffs. This is a regular season game. It's the Lakers. They're in a suite. It's not like they're just twerking. You know, on the 38th row, they're in a suite. If you got invited to the suite, then you're allowed to see them things, thinging. I got no problem with that, especially when we saw Meg the Stallion throw the first pitch. I really got no problem with it. I think we need to go back to I think we need to go back to our Aaron Rodgers discussion earlier. I think knockout curtains is the answer to this question. I think we if you're going to do it, we need to you need to pay a little extra money and we need to put knockout curtains up to where none of the other suite people can see it. And you let everybody know what's going on tonight in suite number 12 or whatever, it will be adult time. We're having adult time tonight in suite 12. And I, I didn't see no biddies or nothing, so I, they weren't completely nude. At least I didn't see them being completely nude. I like that that's your qualification. They were rump shanking, though. Oh, and, you, was, and you heard the music. It was shaking going on, yeah. I mean, no again... Doubt. It was in the suite if you paid for the suite. And you know they got the money. You saw the uh, the 20s on the oh, ground yeah, making yeah. it rain. You know they got it. How uninteresting are Bulls games to these people? I mean, seriously. <laughs> That's a long way to go to distract you from what's going on on the floor. And you said this is the night the Lakers are in? Yeah. Come so on. it's a hot ticket. It's an expensive ticket. LeBron's back. On, Anthony y'all. Davis is back. Lakers are looking for a playoff push. See, this is where if you know if you're with the team, you got to kind of find a polite way to say we love you, we love the money you spend with us. Could you come enjoy the game and then go to the strip club? Please don't bring the strip club to our game. What are you doing? What's going on? Do we not? I, this is Chicago, Chicago, Atlanta, Miami. We need to look into something. We need to look into something. You're saying there's a stripper culture that's just a part yeah, of everything. Yeah, Tampa. We'll see, Tampa doesn't have an NBA team. They don't have an NBA team, team but you're right. So, yeah. Florida, it, anywhere, Orlando, Orlando Florida, right, they yeah. know about strip clubs. <laughs> more, you know what I'm saying? I got nothing wrong. Nothing's wrong with this oh, at all. United God. Center, quit being prudes. So sensitive. Yeah, so let, sensitive. let it happen. So sensitive in 2023. What is what is going on? Oh, that's unbelievable. And by the way, yeah. I don't. I now have a new favorite news team to check out because Fox 32 in Chicago – I think that's my new that's, that's my new news team. A because I like uh, the presentation. I really enjoy the, the 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 two women I'm seeing here. I like them. They're attractive. They seem like they're doing a really good job. And then that that nice little line to be thrown in. The balls were weren't the only thing bouncing. Well done. Well written, ladies. Well written. That was awesome. Nothing like a good strippers at the basketball story, and then you put two women on the desk to judge that story. That's brilliant. Yo, if the Rockets would have had a strip club at the Toyota Center, James Harden would have stayed. <laughs> yes. James Harden would still be there. Yo, uh, Jerry Buss used to have the Forum Club back in the day. What's the difference? It was just after the game, down 
and the bottom of the basement of the of the forum. Yeah, that was it. Whoever that saw was it. whoever saw this couldn't see it. That's why I I don't know where you under investigation. Why? What was it that started an investigation? That's the part I haven't heard yet. Uh, it's the sensitivity, though. Yeah, that's what it is. Jerry Buss is somewhere in his grave saluting Jazzy and them. Nobody wants anybody having fun anymore. My God, can't we just have a good time at an NBA right? game? All right, coming up your two o'clock hour. Jeff Ketchum of OrangeBloods.com. If he got my text, otherwise. There's a couple other stories we will get into. Zay is telling me that there's some sort of proposal story we have to talk about next hour. We may do that at 2.30. We may do it next. Stay tuned. It's the Horn.